Five minutes past the hour, we're going to be catching up with the Clinton County Extension Office the first and third Friday of every month. And on the line with me this morning is Sam Jensen. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. How are you? Real good. As we'll begin the program, let's find out a little bit about Extension and your staff out there, Sam. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, uh, we're located in DeWitt, um, 400 East 11th Street. Uh, best way to find us is to go to the school and uh, and and look north. Um, that's that's really the best way to find us. I would tell people look for the Dollar General, but Dollar General is moving in a couple weeks. It sounds like. Um, so uh, if you want to reach us by email, best way to do it is Clinton County at iastate.edu, and uh, phone is five six three six five nine five one two five. We are open eight thirty to five Monday through Friday. You were in Marshalltown yesterday. What was that all about? Um, I was in Marshalltown for a Master Gardener advisory meeting. So uh, I am fortunate enough to have served on the advisory, the statewide advisory committee for Master Gardeners. We kind of um, look at some of the rules that Master Gardeners have to uh, have to abide by. Um, kind of look at different opportunities that that the Master Gardener program has in the state of Iowa. We want to make sure that we're competitive with. Um, with Illinois as far as uh, how they run their Master Gardener program. Um, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to be asking that our Master Gardeners put in a ton more hours than, than Illinois Master Gardeners or pay um, a bunch more fees than Illinois Master Gardeners. And, you know, what we've found is that we're, we're pretty much in line with what they're doing. Um, so uh, everybody across the river, come on over to Clinton County <laughs> and go. learn about Master Gardeners. Don't stay in Illinois. Again, we're visiting with Sam Jensen. <laughs> hey, you welcome back to Amanda, right? Yes, Amanda, our county youth coordinator. Um, she had been out for a while, and so we are super happy to have her back. She came back just in time for leader training, um, which was this week on Tuesday night. We had 18 leaders with us, which I, I think might be a record. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but it's uh, it was a heck of a lot of people that were really interested in um, – you know what's what's new for 4-H this year, and, and how to make um, how to make their clubs vibrant and appealing, and uh, and just make sure that the kids have a good time in 4-H. Okay, now you've got a big event coming up as well, right? Yes, yes, we have 4-H recognition night, which is at the beginning of November. Um, all Clinton County 4-Hers are welcome, whether they're first year 4-Hers or uh, or they've or they're all the way up in high school. Um, families are welcome too. It's uh, it's going to be five dollars at the door with a with a maximum of twenty. So we know there's some big families out there, and we didn't want to um, we didn't want to make it prohibitive for them. So uh, you know, if uh, if you have six people in your family, it's still twenty bucks to get in, and it's going to be a taco bar at Buzzy's uh, in Welton. Okay, so five dollars for that taco bar. That's not too bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> Again, we're visiting with Sam Jensen, the Clinton County Extension Office. Let's talk a little bit about ag and natural resources right now, Sam. Yeah, yeah. So our first commercial pesticide showing um, was this week on Wednesday. We had a pretty good crowd. Um, we have a few more uh, commercial pesticide showings throughout the rest of the year. And if someone misses a showing, don't worry about it. Just call our office. And we can schedule a reshowing for you. Um, we're not we're not setting up uh, any kind of reshow times. Um, rather, we're just going to you know kind of first come first serve type of thing. Um, if you 
you know, if a, if a Thursday at, at noon works for you, come on in. We'll set that up, and we'll make sure that you guys can, can get your certifications done um, by December 21st. That's kind of when our last day is going to be in the office uh, for uh, recertifications. Is this kind of an annual thing that they need to do, Sam? Yep, yep. It's an annual thing for um, for all sorts of different types of recertifications. So there's uh, there's there's pest control, there's weed control, turf management, um, forest and aquatic. It's it really if if you're a professional um, who who takes care of of lawns, takes care of the landscape, um, you need to be certified to to put down chemicals. That way, we can make sure that you know you know the best way to to apply these things so that um, they only affect the area that you want them to affect. Uh, the last thing we would want is for someone to put down something that's, that's toxic to a, a lawn in the lawn and, and then someone, you know, all of a sudden, oops, now I have to resod. Um, or we, you know, we don't want someone <laughs> killing that, that 30 year old tree that you have that's, you know, kind of the staple of your landscape. So it's uh, it's important that people get get recertified. Get recertified. I guess so. Hey, our hort question of the week. Now, Sam, should I prune my roses back in the fall? No, you should not. Okay. And the reason is because pruning stimulates new growth, and the same goes for your fruit trees. So you don't want to prune back in the fall, even though it, you know it's it's very tempting to. You see, in the the leaves fall off. And you're thinking, oh man, I can get in there now. I can finally get some of these, some of these tangled up branches out of the way through pruning. You you can't do that. So you want the new growth to have an opportunity to properly harden before the winter grows, uh, before the winter growth, uh, leaving it vulnerable to more winter damage. So you don't want to um, get kind of the, those those new shoots coming off of your branches right away. You want them to have you know an, a good spring and a summer and a fall in order to get, gain that hardiness before winter hits. Okay, we're going to close our program with uh, Spend Smart, Eat Smart. Yeah. Um, as our office is next to Dollar General, like I said, for at least a few more weeks, uh, the tip from Spend Smart, Eat Smart is fitting. It's about meals from a dollar store. Uh, most dollar stores have shelf-stable foods and some refrigerated or frozen foods, too. Some of the products that stand out as particularly useful and how you can make them into a meal include microwave rice pouches. They save time and they save dishes. They create a nice base for a meal. You can add in your favorite spices along with canned products like beans, corn, tomatoes, or salsa, and then you'll have a balanced, tasty meal. Uh, pasta, always a winner, and uh, dollar stores always carry pasta. You know, spaghetti, macaroni, lasagna, um, they, some of them even have the whole grain version of macaroni. Uh, you can mix that together again with, with vegetables um, uh, or canned chicken. Uh, let it simmer for a while and um, get some alfredo sauce, garlic powder, and you have a, a real nice pasta meal. And, of course, um, breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. And so you can get pancake mix and oatmeal and make oatmeal pancakes. They're delicious for a hearty breakfast. You can top them with peanut butter. Or you can go, again, with canned fruit uh, like pineapple. Very good. Spend smart, eat smart, app. You can find out more there. And, of course, great to have you guys back on the air again. We'll be catching up with you every first and third Friday of the month. So we'll talk to you again on November the 3rd. Anything you want to close the program with, Sam? Um, 
we're just happy to uh, to be on the radio again. It's uh, It's been a while, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening. All right, very good. We'll catch up with you on November 3rd. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too.